0: So reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavad, Chapter 25, Madhya Leela, Text 59. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Rasudevaya Vijayere kripa Shuklam Barana <clears> Bojana Iha Sabane Matamila <throat> Mile Bhaktidan by hearing about the mercy bestowed upon Vijay and the acceptance of Shuklam Bear's rice one attains the wealth of devotional service. Omanyana timarandasya kananjana shalakaya chaksur unmalatamyena tasmai sri gurave namaha sri chaitanya mino tapitamyena bhutale sayam rupakadamayam dadati svapadantikam vanchakalpa turubhyas Kripa Sindhu vaheva cha, patitanam bhavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namah Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Sivas Adi Gaur Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare. So I am looking down the list. I have a very good idea of my audience. And also it invokes the right feeling because the people that you teach, one has a relationship with. So it's a good way to start in gratitude for the audience. I heard Madhavananda once say that you can have a audience without a speaker, but you can't have a speaker without an audience. <clears throat> so, this is very much about what is a devotee. And that feeling in the heart being the real wealth. The real wealth is our faith. And what is our faith? Our faith is that the real wealth is devotional service. That's what our faith is. That we, and faith as I explained many times means trust by experience. So by some mercy, some devotional experience somehow the holy name of the Vaishnavas, Krishna Pasadam, the deities, the holy Dham, somehow touched your heart and gave you a feeling that this is happiness. And this became your goal. And what the Shastra affirms that this is the real wealth, because the goal is happiness. As Aristotle said, goal is happiness, it's never the means for something else. But if someone says, no, this is happiness, then Aristotle says, no, that is the means for happiness. So we have to somehow or other be convinced of it. And sometimes it's difficult because realization comes with practice. And practice means concentration without interruption over a period of time. I give the example of like a magnifying glass when it burns something, it doesn't burn something if you put it like this and then put it like this and put, although the same thing is coming through, it doesn't have the same effect when it's concentrated. So this is the inspiration to become more concentrated in devotional service. And really experience, as Prabhupada said, that which we are all hankering for, we're all hankering for happiness. And this happiness is this feeling in the heart of our connection with God. It's that energy, because that energy is part of Krishna's pleasure potency. It's what real happiness is. Real happiness is not just a mental conception. It's an experience in the heart when you're connected with God. So sadhana, practice is very important and it should be upasana, worship, which means sitting asana upanir. Sitting near means within one's mind. And that means that we focus, that's what worship is. So we worship Krishna. It's not just a sentimental thing that we come to the uh, temple and see the gods and put a a bag of rice on the altar and pray for my daughter to get married and my son to get into Harvard. It's some practice. And whatever it is, it should be practice. Whatever capacity we have, it should be practice. Whether it's two rounds, whether it's three rounds, whether it's four rounds, whether it's 16 rounds or whether it's eight rounds practice and then eight, we finish up the rest of the day. But there should be some practice to get that feeling, that taste, that consciousness. because. We're so conditioned that happiness is things and events rather than our mind, rather than our consciousness. And when we have that consciousness, then devotion becomes easy. We don't have that consciousness, we're looking for the external thing even in devotional service to get us happy. But the the real happiness is that consciousness And then when we do the devotional activities in that consciousness, it increases that consciousness. So it's so important to regularly hear. I think this class is important in spiritual life or a class is important in spiritual life. Nashta Prayeshu Abhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya. Nashta preyeshu abhadreyeshu. That which is inauspicious, nasta the almost gets completely destroyed. Nityam bhagavata Saviour. Nityam means eternal. It also means every day. Serving the Bhagavad. And Prabhupada said the book Bhagavad and the person Bhagavad. Because the person Bhagavad serves the book Bhagavat, and the book Bhagavad is about the person Bhagavat. So we're hearing these stories about these devotees and it's quite wonderful. What actually Krishna wants from us. Other people want things and more things than we actually have because we're not the controller and it's limited what we can possess. What God just wants is our hearts. because that's his pleasure too. God's happiness is not being the controller and being the enjoyer. God's happiness is this exchange with the devotees. So if God's happiness is not being the enjoyer and controller, why should ours? Of course, God's enjoyment and control is also an exchange with his energy. So there's, there's happiness there, there's pleasure. That's for sure but it's not like the exchange he has with his devotees. This energy, this relationship we have with God. So now we see two stories. One was Shuklen Bar, Lord Chaitanya was so attracted by his devotion that he wanted to eat what he cooked. Yesterday, someone visited me, uh, a couple visited me. And I, I never met the girl before, but I began to inquire and she started talking about her parents. I, uh, it's so rare. I mean, when you find someone has good relationship with both parents, it's like unheard of practically today. But she had, she was talking about her parents and how much she loved her parents and how nice her parents were, and how supportive her parents were. And how mother's a vegetarian. And, and, and her mother, even though she's some other religion, she does a prayer and her mother offers the food. And you kept on talking about her mother, her mother, how loving her mother was, how loving her mother was. And then she said, and my mother cooked this for you. And it was kind of like... Um, She said, but it's all healthy ingredients because I know you're strict with your diet. Um, But I probably had things in it I probably don't eat, not like eggs or anything, maybe a little sugar, I don't know. But I wanted to taste it (laughs) because it was cooked with love. I wanted to have some because it was cooked with love. I wanted to taste that love. So God wants to taste that love. So a devotee who has devotion and, and cooking, you know, what, what's Radha's offering? She offers the best, therefore she's the best cook. She has full capacity to please Krishna. Her love manifests in things that the Krishna's senses can enjoy, but it's not just sensual, it's emotional. So Lord Chaitanya wanted to test this devotee's rights. And by his reaction, you can see why he's so attracted, because he wasn't thinking, you know, um, I was going to tell an ethnic joke, but it's not, not proper. <laughs> But it was about ego (laughs) and entitlement. Now you're wondering what ethnicity I was going to. Don't worry, I'm careful. I, I grew up in another era where we can make fun of people, including ourselves. I guess those days are gone. I won't say the ethnicity, I'll tell the joke. But unless you know the ethnicity, you won't get the joke. There were two people on a mountain with big egos. And then there was lightning flash. And one turns to another and says, even God takes a snap of me. <laughs> sense of sense of entitlement, there's no love in entitlement because when you have entitlement, what do you feel when you get something? Do you feel love? No, you feel I deserved it. And when, when you're humble, what do you feel? how much mercy I got, how much love I got. That's why humility is so connected with bhakti. It's that entitlement, that pride, you never feel love. Remember Radhanath Swami once told me he went to this Indian's house, was very wealthy and they went down to the basement And the parents bought the child every toy in the world. And the child had no love for his parents because they spoiled him. And they, they, they felt, I deserve this. I deserve this. So Vaishnava, he has so much humility Lord Shaita, God wants to eat from me? And God will appreciate that because He'll. Fear God zeroes in on the heart. What bhakti is, is offering our heart to God. Why? Because that is his pleasure. He puts his devotion in our hearts and that's what gives God pleasure. That has to be our goal. At Bhakti Lata Beach, it, it's the vine of devotion. It's growing and it has to be protected. That's why I wrote that article on cr- criticism. When you have some taste for bhakti, you're very, very careful. There's one saint in Vrindavan. I heard about him, but I never met him. I met him recently. And I heard he was in different places. And his sadhana was, he, you know, he chanted from five in the morning till two in the afternoon. Just chanting, maybe a little reading. So someone told me he wrote a book on Raghunuga Bhakti and it was translated in English. I said, well, get me a copy. And it was, you know, it was like a, Practically like maybe a handout or something. not, not like a real book, but like something you know, like mimeographed or something. And the book was a story he wrote, and what was it all about? It was about the most humble person in the world. That was his book about Baki. The person it was so humble, never took offense, and every it was extreme humility. Extreme humility. So we'll see all through the Chaitanya Charitamrita that Krishna will find these devotees and reciprocate with them. Whether it's the wives of the Brahmins who he never met, but he hears the heart. And there's these three words by Prabhupada in one purport that I can never forget, describing Krishna in three words, Krishna is responsive. And, and, and what pleases Krishna? What pleases us, <laughs> love. What we like in terms of relationships, we should give to Krishna. We should see what touches our heart. And then we should try to touch Krishna's heart. But sometimes we fall into the hypocrisy. We're always looking for, this is a little different. We're always looking for justice for others and mercy for ourselves. <laughs> Justice for others and mercy for ourselves. And then Vijay, who was a scriber, copying the, the, the Shastra, of Lord Chaitanya was attracted by his devotion. And he, he revealed his opulence to him. He put his hand on his chest and then the opulence of God was manifest. So there's so much mercy going on. And when we hear it, we want that mercy. We have to hear about devotion, about the object of devotion, about those who have it in their hearts. We have to become attracted to this. First, theoretically, it's a good thing. And then by the application of it, actually experiencing that this is what we want. And we have no excuse not to get it, because it's universally applicable in every circumstance. In every circumstance, it's universally applicable. In this way, Sri Gor Sunda constantly performed pastimes in Navadweep that are glorified by all the Vedas. So, this is Leela. It's not work, it's play. Because Leela is born from the heart. And anything you do is coming from the heart. Work is obligatory, play is not obligatory. Work is structured play is spontaneous, out of pleasure you act. So God has this love in his heart that pervades his consciousness and it impels him to exchange and reciprocate. And we should understand that it's it's not limited because God is beyond time and space. What does that mean that God is beyond time and space? One, he's all knowing, why? because he is everywhere at all time. We're not everywhere at all time. We're not even where we were previously ourselves. God is at all aspects of time and space. So something happened billions of years ago, God is there now. And when he's herding the cows, he's also dancing with the gopis. He's beyond time and space. So constantly perform his leela, constantly performs his leela. As Prabhupada said, Krishna is always enjoying Accompanied by Nityananda, the Lord daily enjoyed pastimes like this in the houses of all the Vaishnavas. So he would visit. There's a story Raghunath tells where he had met the Iskand saint, uh, Srupa the first scientist. He met him. By coincidence, while well, he was traveling around America and, you know, need to stay someplace with his band, and Shrupdhamadha was there. And he invited him to Manipur, and then somehow he met him in Calcutta. And Raghunath and Bhaktatoni, Shroop Shrupdhamadha arranged him to go to Mayapur, not Mayapur, Manipur. No one goes to Manipur because there was Naxalite violence, etc. So w- Americans couldn't go, but somehow Srup and Srup would do 15, 20 programs a day, because every house it's a va- Vaishnav place, Manipur, established by Naratam Dostap Core. So every the kings were Vaishnavas, Godia Vaishnavas. So they they and every house in the middle is a little temple. And Dhammadar would go in and do a little kirtan, take, take just a drop of basada, and Raghunath went with him from place to place to place to place. So, accompanied by Lord Nityananda, Lord Chaitanya would go from house to house to the Vaishnavas to reciprocating. No one gets left out in devotion. Because Krishna reciprocates perfectly. As you sacrifice, I reward you accordingly to your sacrifice. Especially in devotion. The body of the Lord was always agitated, mellows of ecstatic love as he manifested the sentiments, sentiments of Matsya, Korma, Nasingha, Varada, Vamana, Ramachandra, Buddha, Kalki, and Krishna, the son of Nanda Maharaj. So, just like within the conjugal ras, you can also be a, have a parental feeling towards your lover. You can have friendship towards your lover. You can have a mood of service towards your lover. You can have a mood of appreciation towards your lover. If you're in Vatsalya Ras, you can't have romantic dealings. If you're in friendship, you can't have parental or... So w- within the higher Rasas are all the lo- lower. So within the supreme original personality of Godhead, all the incarnations are manifest with their different Bobs. And, and, and Lord Shaitanya when he got agitated in in ecstatic love, then he would, then he would start to manifest these various incarnations and experience that aspect of pleasure, just like a parent um, or a lover can serve her her lover. So she experiences that, or she can take a parental view. The lover is sick and take care of her like a mother. She can experience that. So Krishna can experience all the different bhavs of all the different incarnations. In this way, the Lord assumed the forms, assumed the forms and manifested the sentiments of his various incarnations on some pretext uh, or another. The Lord manifested these sentiments and then withdrew them, but his sentiments of Balaram remained for many days, so some would come and go, but Balaram, this mood of Balaram, which actually fits Lord Chaitanya in a way because Balaram is the servant to a Godhead and Lord Chaitanya is God coming as his devotee. I remember I was at Gobindan Hill with Dr. Fakir Mohan and he made that point that the similarity between um Govardhan and Lord Chaitanya is they're both God and a devotee at the same time. And same thing with, with Balaram because he's this, he serves Krishna, all affairs of existence and knowledge. Everything is manifest from Balaram, including Krishna's bed, in, in his house, all the universes and knowledge, he manifests as guru. So somehow he's really in the mood of Balaram. The Lord would become intoxicated in the mood of Haladar. that means one who holds the club, that's Balaram and loudly call out, bring me wine, bring me wine. So knowing the Lord's intention, Nityananda would reverentially give him a pot filled with Ganges water. The Lord would roar and shout in such a way that the three worlds beginning from Navajwi shook. He would dance so wildly that if he fell to the ground, the earth would crack. So this is Lord Chaitanya, he has the highest love and love is an emotion, it's the highest emotion. So don't expect it to be subservient to the intelligence, because emotions cover intelligence. And this is the strongest emotion. And therefore, it covers the intelligence completely of Lord Chaitanya. But because it is a good emotion, it's devotion, then it always leads to the proper place. It's pure devotion. The earth would sway along with the, with the entire universe and the devotees would be frightened on seeing the dancing of the Lord because he's so powerful, it has such an effect. When the devotees would seeing the glories of Balaram, the Lord would lose consciousness in ecstasy. So Lord Chaitanya has the highest ecstasy and ecstasy is emotions and their emotional components. And some of them are involuntary reactions, like out of love, you faint, your hair stand on end, you tremble, you cry. So in all these are combined to the highest degree with the highest intensity and the greatest, highest intensity and the greatest pervasiveness over the greatest period of time that cannot really be contained in an ordinary soul, only Lord Chaitanya and Radharani. And now Lord Chaitanya is in the mood of Balarama and becoming overwhelmed with ecstasy and the body has a way to react. Like if you overeat, then you can lose your hunger, you can get sick. It's Not a bad thing, the body is just telling you stop as the lord staggered around the courtyard like a greatly intoxicated person he composed and recited particular varieties of poems and song when you have an emotion you need a song to bring out that emotion and you just see that's why so many teenagers in the 50s and the 60s when you know th- romance was you know becoming a little bit more free and people get infatuated And all the songs, they needed a song, Uh, you know, why she loves you, yeah, 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 she loves you, okay? An oldie but goldie, no one's heard this one, except I chanted it once before. It's funny, the things that you remember, okay? I'm going to sit right down and write myself a letter and make believe it came from you. <laughs> Lord Chaitanya and Rathiatra, he was in such ecstasy, but it was such a unique realization that had never been before experienced. Okay, there's one person in the audience over 39 that knows that song, okay. but it was, it, it was never two people over 39 that know that song. Um, so he needed a song. Three ladies over 39 know that song. Not not over 39, only 39, who are disciples of Jack Benny, but that's another story. Um so he needed a song. He just needed a song. Anarpita, charat batir naka, never before given before for a long, long time. So there's nothing written about Lord Chaitanya's realization of the experience of Sri Radha at Kurukshetra when she saw Krishna after 96 years. It was, there was no, nothing ever written about it because it it wasn't, Millenniums. It, it just they didn't have realization. He needed a song. And then he started to sing. I told this story many times. He started to sing a the only thing that can parallel what he was feeling in Rathyatra, which is the mood of Radharani separation and union, taking Krishna back to Vrindavan where Krishna would be free to manifest himself fully as her, lo- as her lover. And he was using a, a mundane song from a classical Sanskrit romance novel that paralleled it. And Rupa Goswami saw this, he, he saw this, who, who knew the mood of that Mano Bishnam, Abhisnam means secret, Mano Abhisnam. He knew the secret of the mind and therefore he composed another song, but specifically related to that. On Prabhupada's disappearance day, the disappearance day of great Vaishnavas, the greatest pain is separation from Vaishnavas. We have to have a song. Otherwise, the emotions will contain, if emotions are not expressed, emotion, strong emotions are not expressed and strong emotions consume us. Yeyanilo prema dhana karuna It must be there. So Lord Chaitanya's staggering in ecstasy, feeling so many moods. And then he composed and recited particular varieties of poems and songs. Poems and songs are just poems to music. Poems and songs. Homes, which not only tell you something, they embody that feeling and can communicate it to you. What splendor he manifested in the mood of Balaram. The devotees were unsatiated, even though they constantly gazed at him. So they never became bored because it's not dependent on something externally changing. That's the secret of devotion. That's why we can chant Hare Krishna, Mahamantra. Again, that's why great souls can chant it again and again and again. Because it's not just an external thing, it's a feeling. And boredom or excitement is internal. So they never got bored, never became satiated, Just like the sages at Naimish Sharanya, they were doing a thousand year sacrifice and they became bored. Because it was all ritual and obligation. And ritual and obligation means that is that the pleasure is in the result of the activity, not the activity itself. But bhakti is described in the ninth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita as sasukam, kartam, avyam. It is joyfully performed. And why is it a joyfully performed? Because it's pleasure in itself. Because bhakti is never done for a goal. Never done, I, I do this, so I will get pleasure. If you say this, I do this for some reason, then the pleasure is not what you're doing, but it's what you get from it. That's why gana and karma are so difficult because the activities are not pleasurable, it's the result is pleasurable. But in bhakti, by definition, it has to be causeless. There has to be no motive, So it's pleasure within itself. And when you touch that pleasure then you can never get enough of it because it's the real thing. It's existential pleasure. It's not just mental pleasure. And therefore you can live and swim in it always. And therefore the, the, the sages of Naima Sharanya, They were so bored with that sacrifice. And then Sutta Goswami began to speak, and they just was so enlivened, they said one of my favorite verses, natu but tritdat We never become satiated. Uttama Shloka Vartate by glorifying that person who the top verses are glorifying. The top verses are about Yatshrinvatam. And when we hear Rasadhyanam, this understanding of love and devotion, Swadhu, Swadhu, at every step we want to drink this and swallow this nectar. So the devotees were just gazing at Lord Chaitanya, They, they couldn't get bored. Because there was an energy, a dynamic energy of prema bhakti between them and God that was just, they can swim in it. Lord's moonlight face was completely beyond description. He would repeatedly call out, Nityananda, Nityananda. The Lord would seldom regain external consciences. And when he did, he would exclaim, my life is departing, dying in separation. The Lord would then say, when my uncle Balaram beat me, My father, Krishna, saved me. I'm not sure about that one. After speaking like this, the Lord would lose consciousness in such a way that the devotees would become frightened and cry loudly. As the son of Jagannath Mishra danced in various moods all of the pastimes he exhibited were most wonderful. All, why? Because they're just different manifestations of the same thing, which is this rich, deep feeling of devotion that pervades the consciousness, which is the cause or source of everything that he does. So everything he does has a a non-duality about it. Sometimes he would manifest feelings of separation in such a way that it appeared as if an indescribable, wonderful ocean of ecstatic love was fl- flowing through him, from him. The Lord's crying would pierce the hearts of people through the innumerable, innumerable worlds as the Lord became overwhelmed in love for himself, he spoke as though he forgot who he was. What do you mean love for himself? Because it's God coming as his own devotee. So God is loving God, which is actually him. But for the sake of the pastime, it's an object outside of himself. The gopis previously feared that when the moon rose, they would die out of separation from Krishna. The Lord became absorbed in the same sentiments and cried bitterly as he held everyone's neck. So I do have another class at 11 today and I will take advantage of The Harinam that's organized in Washington Square Park, a very beautiful place where where some people say Prabhupada even started the Harinam there first, but whether it's Tompkins Square Park or that, it's a great place. Tota Gopinath picks me up. He has a nice beach chair for me. So I'm very comfortable and it's so nice. I go on Sunday. As I said, because of this pandemic, all of a sudden time, at least for me, it's, I'm able to use time rather than time. Yeah, it it just becomes easier. It's not like, oh my God, I have so many things. No, on, on Sunday, just go there, sit down, Two, three hours and come back. Okay, anybody like to share a realization from the class? Hi, Kishan. Good morning. Someone okay. Might good morning. To share. You, go ahead. you go ahead. You go ahead now, Shaki. Thank you. Uh, that there was a point uh, Guru Maharaj that you said we are so conditioned that happiness is things and events rather than our mind and consciousness and if we have that consciousness the devotion will become easy otherwise we will look looking for external things even in our devotional service that was really impressed thank you thank you for sharing that
1: thank you
0: Guru Maharaj Your class is full of points. I don't know which one to say. Uh, Thank you for sharing that. It's nice to hear them. Thank you. I, I like this class. I'm giving it in the morning. I've been up for at least eight hours. So a lot of chanting. And so you're in real good consciousness. So it's nice to give. It's it's. My peak of my day, Jamuna Jaya. You like to share something? Yes, Raj, Thank you. I, I just always love, and you said it again. That concept of that we tend to want justice for others and mercy for ourselves, and it really should be the other way around. And it's such a such a poignant point. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that from one Acharya. He said it. That's the greatest hypocrisy in the world. You know, we want to skin the height of every person who makes a mistake. Mm-hmm. When we made a mistake, we want everybody to forgive us. Thank you, Jumuda Jaya. Thank you, Raj. You look like a famous radio personality today. <laughs> With my big headset on. it looks don't great. Wake up. Oh, it looks you. great, it looks great. Okay, Thanks anybody else me. like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. I, uh, I want to share one point. You told us bhakti is causeless and it's pleasure within itself. It was very nice. That's the bhakti essence. Bhakti is causeless, yes. Every other activity has a cause external to itself. Only yeah. bhakti has no cause other than itself you do bhakti for bhakti not for something else A very important point very nice very today. nice thank you so much okay how do you go Hare Krishna Maharaj it's Leela Vrindavan thank you so much for class oh great okay good are, are you guys traveling soon yeah we're leaving in just 10 minutes okay good that you got the class good luck Thank you, thank you. Hope to see you soon, Maraj. Okay, we'll keep in touch. We're now in the same country. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Haribo. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maraj. Okay, Malati, Haribo. Okay, thank you. Haribo, thank you. There were so many beautiful points today, but I I loved um, your your point about seeing what touches our own hearts and then give that to Krishna to touch his heart and using our own relationships and seeing what brings us pleasure as a way to like personally connect with Krishna. That's beautiful. Okay. He makes it so simple. (laughs) Exhausting thinking how simple it is. (laughs) Good. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, Hare Krishna, Maharaj, Brahma, Tirtha, just sending my greetings Oh wow. Nice to hear you. You look like you're traveling. Yeah, I'm out and about, but I'm I sell, okay. but okay. it's an ingredient okay. eyeball. Okay. Uh Kalachandri Sharanjali, I have to hear your voices. <laughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hi Krishna. Okay, how are you okay. Wow. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Krishna Maharaj. Oh. More people from my favorite country. (laughs) Hare Krishna Maharaj. Oh Bhakti Devi. Okay. (laughs) There were so many great points today, really so many. But I have to thank you very much for that really good laugh earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay good thank you anybody else Hare Krishna Maharaj this is Yamuna Pavani oh I was just thinking of you Hare Krishna <laughs> maybe, we should, we should, maybe we should touch base later this week that would be nice I connected okay. a little bit late because today we had time switch and I was confused what time is what. Okay. So I was not- Send, send me a note. Let, let's touch base later in the week and you probably know more about India than I do. Yeah. Where is Ananta? In Delhi, At the moment, in Delhi? At the moment in Delhi, but for a few more days only. He is going okay. back this week. He goes back and forth? Well, yeah, he came back after for a short a month. Now he's going back for Kartik. How fortunate. How fortunate. Some people are fortunate. I know, some people. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Uh, I I appreciate when you mentioned Damodar Maharaj, just a wonderful devotee. Wow, huh? It's like saying the names of the devotees of Prabhupada give you the the Bhakti of Prabhupada, that's part of our tradition. Did he ever stay with you? No, no, he didn't. But, you know, I had the opportunity to meet him in, uh, in New Mayapur in France in 1992. Um, and uh, Bhakti Chauru Swami introduced us. And I actually spent like a, maybe an hour alone with you know bhakti sarup damadharma he was so kind he was like i was his old dear friend that he'd never hadn't seen in years i was just incredibly warm and kind and when i was with him i was the most important person in the world wow huh yeah great soul very fortunate huh when we look back henry sometimes you don't realize how many how much mercy we got how many great souls Mm. we saw huh yes thank you so much wow Great. Okay. Thanks, Henry. Anybody else? Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you for a wonderful class. Hi, Bo. Good. Good to see you guys. Okay. Okay, anybody else? Thank you. Oh, Okay. Okay. Um nice to see you, Gloria Uhenu. Okay. I'm going to send one of my, you don't have my book yet, do you, Kirtan Sutras? Yes, we have, yeah. How did you get it? Yeah. How did you get my book? Ah, oh. uh, we bought it uh, through a uh, web page. Oh, okay. Krati Krishna helped us with the sending. Oh. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you very All right, because uh, Shri Govinda is going back Okay. So, uh, if you didn't have one, I would send one, but okay. But you have. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Hare, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare. Hare, Hare Krishna. Yes. Hare Krishna Maharaj. <laughs> Thank you for Hare. a wonderful class. It's just so nice to see all the people and see you come every week. It's great. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gurumarad. This is Brajrande. Roger Hey, great. great. Probably now that I'm here, I should make my way over there sometime. Should sure, Mother, thank. I, you. I probably have to eat more pure South Indian. <laughs> um, you know, something you know, tasty but not there's it, probably a limit to what I could do. I don't think I can eat like I used to come over to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Isabel. I have a mask on, so I don't know if you can hear me clearly. I can hear you. Okay. Oh, I'd love thank to hear you singing, especially the Beatles. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Maybe I have another career, who knows, a star is born. I think so. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj, it's Varshana Lali. Thank you for class. Oh, Haribo. Haribo. Thank you. Haribo. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Hi, Good to Hare see you. Maharaj. Wow, your place you. looks so beautiful. huh? Oh, thank you. <laughs> she built the place. Her husband built the place himself. So it, yeah. it's It's a, it's a passive house too, right? It's for retaining the heat and the cold. It does a good job. Yes. Very good. Maharaj. Wow. You look so much more blissful than if you were in New York city. (laughs) A a little apartment, right? What we were conditioned on the third, what, what we were conditioned to think happiness was, isn't it? Yes, Maharaj. <laughs> okay, good to see you. Likewise. How's the country there? Is it opening up at all in Argentina? Well, uh, I think the airport is open. And uh, as far as I understand, uh, yes. Um, there are supposed to be some uh, rules that nobody is following. So people are just tired of the COVID. So they are not following. And the government is not really strictly um, making the, the, the people follow them. So it's like they're there, but nobody pays a lot of attention and it's uh, somehow controlled. Summer is here already or is coming, it's close, so it's getting better. Okay. Okay, Haribo. Haribo. Good, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Dr. Gopinath here. And Kishore Radha we'll see you Tota at noon yes all right okay anybody else okay I see everybody that's there you know I, I got a good idea who came to class today so it's okay we're going now.